We're coming to you live from the Rocket Mortgage Studios. Whether you're looking to purchase a new home or refinance yours, Rocket Mortgage can help you get there. For home loan solutions that fit your life, Rocket can. So glad to have you. It is Tuesday, and we were going to start with the Packers or Sean McVay or something like that, but Perloff, you and I just do not see eye-to-eye on something that Jerry Jones said this morning on 105.3 The Fan in Dallas. Okay, so he does his weekly appearances there. And we're talking about the overtime loss to the Jacksonville Jaguars. And he was asked, how much do you blame Dak Prescott, right? Who yesterday, well, you he, were very much defending Dak. Uh, he was actually asked, how do you think Dak played? Right. How do you think Dak played? Not how much. You, yeah, right. So it was a it was a generally positive question. It that, wasn't like going after Dak. That is true. So let's hear the answer that Jerry had. Outstanding. Uh, we can win with him playing like that to be tried. I thought he played outstanding. And uh, as we see, he wasn't playing against chopped liver out there. And so uh, I thought he did really well. I thought he made good decisions. Uh, overall, uh, uh, we can, uh, if he'll play like that, we can win most games. Okay. So he played outstanding. That's what Jerry thought. And if he plays like that, we can win most games. And obviously giving a little credit to the Jaguars bar set by saying that's not chopped liver out there. Do you believe that's true? Do you believe that Dak Prescott, A, was outstanding, and B, that if he plays like that, I'm assuming he means they can win a Super Bowl? Oh, I don't know about that. But, yeah, I think they can win football. Yeah, I thought he had a really good game. Both interceptions were kind of fluky. They were, you know how pro football focus, this sort of analytics company, judges quarterbacks. They would not have had either uh, I guess the first, the first one would have been an interceptable ball the second one definitely would not have and I don't believe all interceptions are the same and I don't think they're all on the quarterback sometimes they're on the wide receiver sometimes they're on the situation like if a guy throws a Hail Mary and it gets picked right it, at the end it of the half it goes in the statute but it's not the same right. uh, and the last play of the game was a really good pass to Noah Brown so how can I kill Dak for that pass okay I think you can say yet yeah, Sunday Dak Prescott played well enough that they should have won the game. I get a nitpick about the play calling on a third and 10 with a minute 30 left when you're trying to put the nail in the coffin of the Jags after they've come back, take the lead, you retake the lead, why you're going uh, go for an everything play there as opposed to maybe run the ball, make the Jags use their final timeout, maybe something a little more conservative. We can nitpick about the play calling there. Yeah, so what about Dak? Okay, so I think Sunday you can make the case Dak played well and that he definitely played well enough for them to win. I don't know if anyone would argue that. But for Jerry to go as far as to say, if he plays like that, we can win. Like, I'm assuming now that, you know, they're not in this just to make the divisional round. Like, this is the Cowboys we're talking about. This is about the Super Bowl. If he plays like this, they can win. See, that's where I'm not so sure. Because you're right, not all interceptions are created equal, but the bottom line is that Dak has had 10 this year and seven in the last four games. So does he take no responsibility at all for some of these turnovers? Because we know that if you're going to turn the ball over in the postseason, you're going to give you're, you're going to lose most likely. And the way that the Cowboys defense is not holding up their end of the bargain as they were earlier in the season, especially when Cooper Rush was at quarterback and the defense was really carrying the team. They're not doing that right now. So if Dak plays like this and they turn the ball over and the defense keeps playing the way they're playing, no, they're not going to win. So I disagree with Jerry on that. But you're not Sunday, answering. I'm not putting on Dak. Yeah. But moving forward, he can't He can't turn the ball over. They scored 34 points. 
Okay. That's a ton of points in the NFL. I think Jerry's saying if we could score 34 points with our defense, we can win a Super Bowl. And I think that's factually true. If you're telling me that da- Dallas is going to give you 34 points, yes, I would hope if I'm Jerry Jones to think that my defense, which came into the week number one in DVOA, is the arguably the best defense maybe in the entire NFL uh, San behind Francisco. San Francisco. But yeah. they were they were ahead of them in DVOA. Their their defense has been great. Their schedule stinks. But they, they've had a great defense. Yeah, they definitely keep teams under 34. There's no doubt about it. If you get that game out of Dak with that crappy wide receiver core, you could beat a lot of teams. I, I think that was an unusual defensive meltdown. Now, I am a little worried about the defense since Anthony Brown got hurt, the cornerback. It is definitely struggling. Yep. But Jerry's got rush now hurt too. Yeah, Jerry's got to think we can do better than this. You know, we have Micah Parsons and Demarcus Lawrence. I think he thinks, yeah, the defense can step this up. Dan Quinn is the defensive coordinator. Of course, if they, if they can score 34 points a game, they can definitely win. I mean, maybe the Jags helped a little bit. Maybe you're not going to get 34 against Philly's defense. But yeah, that was plenty of offense. If I, I forget, say you don't know anything about a game, Maggie, and the score is 40 to 34. You know yeah. nothing about it. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Are Am I giving say, credit to the defense? Well, are you are you saying, wow, man, that this some quarterback really screwed that one up? No, you're saying, oh my God, <laughs> both defenses were terrible. Okay, well, one notable exception, because I was just thinking off the top of my head, the Philadelphia Eagles defense does get a lot of credit for beating Tom Brady and the Patriots in the Super Bowl, even though they let up five hundred yards of offense because they got one to Brady at sack. the end. I one strip sack. Well, so, that was crazy. I mean, they let up five hundred yards of passing. I know, but we still give a lot of credit to that defense because they yeah. uh, they Close the door on it with, you know, uh, with a sack of Brady at the end. So not all the time do you look at a high scoring game and automatically assume the defense was total crap. But I don't I thought that the way the Dallas Cowboys were going to win and get to the Super Bowl if they can and win was going to be run the ball, play amazing defense. Right They're They got away from that in the second half of this game. They've gotten away from that a little bit over the last three games. Remember, we're looking at Indianapolis, which the final score ended up being totally deceiving. We all know that was a close game in the fourth quarter. Houston, who I I don't know how they're putting this back-to-back against right. Dallas a, and uh, the keep Chiefs. In, keep in mind, that's the third best team in the NFL. <laughs> so whatever you say about them, remember, okay. <laughs> I know Houston's coming just like how, to mean, take your lunch money. They I don't, should I can't. have beaten the Chiefs. And that, that gave you, oh, man, this team is better than the Chiefs. All right, go ahead. <laughs> yeah, and then obviously against Jacksonville, again, like, you know, you're on the road. But, you know, Jacksonville – put together, I guess, the best half we've seen them play in the entire NFL. And I think that the Cowboys helped them out a little bit. I think they got up to a big lead, and you can tell, like, they just started to sag off a little bit on defense. The intensity wasn't there. And before you know it, Jacksonville's back in the game. Those are why, that is why, and these are all the reasons why people are starting to back off the Cowboys as saying they are one of the best teams in the NFC and that they actually are real Super Bowl contenders. Oh, definitely. I, I think everything you said is right, but I don't think they're backing off. I think we knew what Dak was, and and we knew this year there's a reason Dak is throwing interceptions because he's – look at his wide – look at every pass he throws. Have you ever seen an open receiver? Do any of those guys except for CeeDee Lamb get an inch of separation from the cornerback? No, they're slow as all get out. He has no targets. And Michael Gallup is clearly not healthy. Yeah, he's, he's a, he was disappeared. Uh, so that's a big problem. And CeeDee Lamb, he's I, – I actually stole this from Twitter. This is from Jess Schwartz, I think, saying that he's the best bad – no, he's – the worst 
good receiver out there or the best bad receiver out there because as many great <laughs> okay. plays he makes, he, he, will, he will run the wrong route and screw over Dak so many times. This is why, <laughs> if you want to go back to the way back machine, Cowboys lost week one to the, the Bucks, right. And I said they were toast. And I said the reason was, look at who Dak is throwing to. These guys are terrible. Okay, well, sometimes yeah. when you pay the quarterback $40 million and you don't want to pay receivers $20 million, which I get, they trade away Amari Cooper, yeah. But when you pay the the quarterback forty million, I think sometimes teams expect that that's going to be the rising tide to right. lift the boats here. And I don't want to hear about like Kyler's contract and like that's just the going rate. You invested in Dak Prescott as your franchise quarterback, even if you don't have Justin Jefferson to throw to or Stephon Diggs, you still expect that he's going to make plays. And- right, and he has their top ten offense. They've won four of their last five games. He's been great. Ever they've been one of the best offenses in the league since he came back from his injury. So, but the question is, do you trust him? I trust Dak. I don't trust. I don't think the team is great. I mean, I've never. Then why are you bringing up DVOA and all these other things that show how great they are if you don't actually believe they're great? Honestly, That's the question. Do does anyone trust the Cowboys? Well, no, of course, no. I don't trust the Cowboys in a, in a tight spot because of the Cowboys. But I do think they're very. <laughs> they're a particularly dangerous team to the Eagles. I particularly. Well, because do you want to s- talk about this week's game? Christmas Uh, Eve? This game is completely irrelevant. I I will talk about it in one second. I'll just say that they're probably going to play in the second round. Dak, first of all, owns the Eagles. He has them in their pocket. He just plays really well against them. Yeah, when they played earlier this year, it was Cooper Rush. And Ezekiel Elliott and Tony Pollard, they're the perfect duo to go against that Eagles defense. Now, the Eagles have tried to counter by signing these big guys. The Cowboys are the same exact. Those guys. Now the Cowboys are the same exact way. They're super light up front. They're super fast up front. So the Eagles are going to just have to run all over them. So it feels like they're they're mirror images of the same team. They have the same issues. They totally terrify me. And no, Eagles have better receivers. Eagles definitely have better receivers. Yeah. AJ Brown's great, but CD Lamb's not. Yeah, CD Lamb's not too far behind. But the point is, I don't think like the Cowboys are out of this at all, at all, because the NFC. Basically, if you get the Bucks in the first round, then the Eagles in the second round, especially if Jalen Hurts is hurt, which we'll get into in a second, yeah. you could find yourself in the NFC title game if you're Dallas. Then who knows? Yeah. I don't like, I don't want to see San Francisco, assuming they're there, but it's a who knows situation. Okay. So this is one thing I think that has broken right for the Dallas Cowboys. They get a little bit of luck here because Jalen Hurts' status is totally up in the air. Now, Nick Sirianni, the coach of the Eagles, and even Jalen Hurts himself today were talking about how I, I'm hopeful, I, I'm not ruling it out. Make no mistake, to me, I don't know, you can say, Perloff, this looks like a smokescreen. They're trying to make the Cowboys think there's a possibility that Jalen Hurts is going to play. Ooh. I do not think he is, and I'll take it a step further. I don't think he should. Because Dallas lost to the Jags, I know they clinched a playoff spot, but this particular game doesn't mean nearly as much. And you're right. It's possible that they're just going to face each other in the divisional round again. I'm holding out Jalen Hurts for this, and I'm not even giving it a second thought. I'm not letting Jalen Hurts talk his way into this game. If I was Nick Sirianni, nothing on earth would allow me to let Jalen Hurts play in this game. Mm. Yeah, I'd rather. I think the Eagles should lose the game so they don't have to deal with having a two and zero record this year against <laughs> I know. the Cowboys. You think that's the kiss of death? Like <laughs> no one's kiss- ever beaten somebody three show, times in a row. It's hard. I, it's hard. I know. Yeah, I, I don't know. Show me the metric. What is the numbers of the favorite in that situation? <laughs> Stu, you get that. Yeah, <laughs> We're gonna need that Break thirty seconds, numbers. please. Um, yeah, the the Eagles. This game is totally meaningless. But you're right. The Cowboys now have four losses, so they're not going to catch the Eagles. Yeah. The Eagles just have to fend off the Vikings for the number one seed, so they can. Rest everybody, then play, put them all back in against New Orleans, 
next week and win the number one seed. So you're right. But, but there's a huge problem with the Jalen Hurts thing. If you're not going to play him this week, when are you going to play him? Who's the week after? With New Orleans. Oh, yeah. There. Boom. <laughs> right? I mean, or... To be honest, but why? It's maybe good. sit him to the to the playoffs. Right. Well, that's the question. What if it's wrapped up going into it? What well, if Gardner okay. Minshew beats the Cowboys? Well, and then, then you're good. Then you're golden. But no, say, but say d- the Giants beat Minnesota, which could totally happen. Absolutely. Yeah. Then I would say don't even play him till the playoffs. Well, here's the problem. You're telling me you're going to put Jalen Hurts back in after five weeks on the bench? That's a terrible idea. Why? Oh, he's going to be so rusty. Uh, I don't know. Do we usually talk? Did we think that? Okay, a little bit rusty. Nothing like that. You know, it's not like Deshaun Watson who's coming back from two years oh. off. No, I think it's a huge concern. I think the Eagles do not want to sit him all the way until. Okay, so that maybe you have round. him play for the first half of Week 18 or something like that. Is that the? I don't know. I'm actually asking you because I've been trying to figure out what this. <laughs> I think the best the solution, solution might be to play him against Dallas because if it's just a bruised shoulder, I don't think that's something that risks worse injury. So I'm not sure. I, I would just wrap this up against Dallas and then uh, I I'd know. rather have him play against New Orleans. Listen, e- either way, I-, I would just sit him now as a precaution just because it's not just about him throwing the ball. It's got about him be- yeah. about him carrying the ball too. Anytime he takes off, anytime he exposes himself as a runner, like I would just be very I would be very cautious with this. I mean, right now his MVP odds are basically took a nosedive. Yeah. People expect that he's going to miss time. Definitely. And the, the spread changed, obviously. Yeah, everything. Like but that. his comments today feels like the, the coaching staff is going to have to wrestle him from getting him in that football game. Now they're just playing mind games with Dallas. 8 5 and 2 4 Jalen Hurts is not. You don't think he, oh, he, I think he, he wants, wants that to play. MVP? Of course he does. He wants that MVP. He wants to play. And he was very clear at his press conference don't rule me out. 855-212-4CBS, 855-212-4227. All right. So here's the question on the table for you. We got two. Number one, do you trust Dak Prescott? Jerry Jones said he played outstanding. Even if you think he did play outstanding on Sunday and that the loss to the Jags is not his fault, do you trust him moving forward? Is none of this his fault then? I don't even like the question because how could anyone think that game was Dak Prescott's fault? I, I That's implying that it, it might be, was it his fault? I think that even, listen, you said not all interceptions are the same, right? I, I totally get that. And the final one, the pick six, pick six, I would not have put on him. The first one, I don't know. Can you throw the ball away? Who? You, I mean, you, you totally miss Schultz. You're basically getting sacked as that's happened. Like, I, I just, I don't, I'm not there that I trust Dak Prescott. And I'm there, and I'm someone who said I thought that the Cowboys were a playoff team. I've said that this whole time through yeah. Dak's injuries and all of that. I just don't know if I trust him. And I'm Mahomes curious. Says Josh Allen throw picks all the time. But Josh Allen has 11 picks this year. And it's a problem. It's a huge problem. <laughs> Why do you think he's not leading the MVP race? Because he's throwing picks. The Bills are still Mahomes winning. Mahomes is throwing a ton of picks this year. <laughs> well, he also, though, I don't know if you want to say has an excuse. He did lose his number one receiver. I know Kelsey's still there. But he's getting used to new guys. You know, it's a little bit different. I, I don't know. Also, the Bills asked Josh Allen to do so much more than what the Cowboys asked Dak Prescott to do. Mahomes may be a little bit more the same. But uh, Allen is the running game, and he's the passing game. Yeah, Dak mean, Prescott's got two running backs the Bills would kill to have either of them. But that's a sign of weakness for the Bills' offense. It's not totally. supposed to be that way. Well, I mean, 
It's just when you have that person, that quarterback who does it all, they lean on him too much, sure, but he ends up throwing more interceptions. It's not about Josh Allen today. It's about Dak Prescott today. <laughs> the second question is... So he threw one bad interception when his arm was... I, this is unbelievable to me. They, they, <laughs> the defense completely let Travis Etienne run over them. like They, they were, showed no resistance whatsoever. Travis Etienne had 100 yards. How many 100-yard games has he had this year? I'm, I'm going to imagine Stu, not a lot. research department, Stu. have at it. Yeah, this is not... He wasn't going... Against a great run team, even. I Whatever. Pearl off with an impassioned defense of Dak Prescott. When none is necessary, by the way. (laughs) I just want to point that out. Also, question, should Jalen Hurts uh, play this week against the Dallas Cowboys, or should he rest with that sprained shoulder? 855-212-4CBS. 855-212-4227. See you guys on the phones. Going to get to you early and often. We've got the Packers win to unpack from last night as well. So much to do. So glad to have you on Maggie and Pearl off on CBS Sports Radio, on Sirius XM Channel 158, and the free Odyssey app.